0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, April 21st, 2023. AI music is taking over. Bitcoin drops to 28,000, and I answer some listener questions. That's coming up today in Web3. Welcome back, welcome back. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, It's Friday, so hope you have a great weekend, good weather from where you are. Uh, Before we get into it today, please do me a favor, like, subscribe, share this. And if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, uh, don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And please write a glowing comment so people know that this is a good show to listen to. Let's get into today's headlines. I'm going to start today with a listener question. And John wrote in and said this. How can you be such a proponent of decentralized value yet want someone to own your communication? And this is in reference of me saying that I am not happy with Twitter right now and I would love to see Blue Sky take it over. So I could be confused. So disclaimer, maybe I'm wrong with this. But Blue Sky is trying to be a decentralized communication platform. Now, obviously, it could have its flaws. Obviously, it might not be as decentralized as we want it to be. However, if they're making something as decentralized as they say it is, then I want to give them an opportunity to do this. We need something that is going to be out to the masses to take the place of uh, the watering hole, the break room that Twitter used to be, that it's obviously going away from right now. So let me read the description of Blue Sky so we can figure out what it is. So the first description I found of Blue Sky is, Blue Sky is an initiative to develop a decentralized social network protocol such that multiple social networks, each with its own systems of curation and moderation, can interact with social networks through an open standard. Each social network is using the protocol is an application. Another definition from Blue Sky is this. Blue Sky is the centralized Twitter alternative that's launched in late February. The app was initially released on iOS and now has been made available on Android as well. The web, email, RSS feeds, XMPP chats, what all these technology had in common is they allow people to freely interact and create content without a single intermediary. So it looks like what Blue Sky is trying to create is trying to create an app that doesn't have a single intermediary where these applications actually adds, access its own, what's called, note. Um, is this going to be a perfect solution? I'm not too sure. What kind of moderation are they going to have? I'm not too sure. However, it does say something that I'm very curious about. And will it work to promote the freedom of speech that I know a lot of people want? The first thing I think is interesting is the algorithmic choice. Control how you see the world through an open market of algorithms. So basically what it's saying is instead of having a CEO or a board or, you know, the CTOs or the tech guys or the engineers creating what you see and curating what you see, you're actually able to pick how you see and use and interact with this app. So if you want heavy moderation or if you want more freedom of speech or less freedom of speech or basically kids content or really adult content, maybe the algorithms are going to be designed for you specifically. So you see exactly what you want to see. And for me, this seems like a very good decentralized and democratization of how you monitor and moderate and consume content. It's you have this choice of algorithm and now I can choose how I want to interact with the world with social media because a lot of people are freedom of speech proponents but it doesn't mean that everybody wants the same freedoms or wants to have the same interactions on social media some people just want to look at dumb things some people want to look at the news some people want to look at adult content also some people have kids so how do we curate all this and right now it's just like hey we have twitter and this is what everything is and they'll decide now you can portable accounts change hosts without losing your content your follows or your identity. So now you can just change to wherever you want, different hosts, maybe use different algorithms without actually losing the things that you built hey, one day I'm this person, next day I want to be this other person. One day I like this thing, next day I want to be a different thing. One day I'm using this host, one day I want to use this host because I don't like what this host is doing. If that's a possibility, that's even more freedom. And so, John, thanks for writing in, but just to push back a little bit, maybe I don't understand how Blue Sky is and I would like you to write back in and explain uh, what the problem you think is with Blue Sky, but I'm looking at this as an evolution to decentralized social media that could be out to the masses that allows people the freedom of choice while protecting uh, freedom of speech and maybe this is a place where we want to go with our social media. So I don't know where we want to go with our social media but I do know that AI is going wherever it wants to go when it comes to music and those two great stories that just came out. Oasis has a tribute album and it sparks debate over copyrights and the future of music and this new album was released by a band called Breezer and it's called AISIS and the album is called The Lost Tapes and it replicates the Oasis vibe so well that's it been viewed over 40,000 times on YouTube since it was uploaded on Friday and here's a bit of it for you. And the interesting thing here is, is they're not calling this Oasis. They're saying that this is a different band that's making a tribute to Oasis in the style of Oasis, but it's not Oasis. And so tribute bands and cover bands, they exist. So maybe this is a way to get around the legality, the copyrights the trademarks to make music like certain artists, kind of like what we heard yesterday with Drake and The Weeknd, as you're hearing here. uh, However, AI is not stopping with music. F1 legend Michael Schumacher, his family threatens a lawsuit over a faked AI interview. And back in 2013, Michael Schumacher got into a skiing accident that gave him a brain injury. He was in a coma for a while, and and most people haven't talked to him since then. Nobody actually knows how he's doing. And so this was like promoted as Michael Schumacher giving an interview, the first one, since 2013. His family has been very protective of their privacy, his privacy, and this was a big violation in their eyes. And it was a big violation in the German Federal Supreme Court. Because their case law protects the right of personality, including the right of publicity. The right of personality covers privacy and publicity and aims to ensure human dignity and privacy. It prevents unauthorized commercial use of identity traits and requires permission to publish personal information. Just the fact that they made an AI interview with Michael Schumacher is obviously a violation of the German Supreme Court case law precedent. But what this does is this opens up a whole can of worms of, in my opinion, pretty cool ideas of collaborations. I personally like to see Mozart or Chopin collaborate with Hans Zimmer. I would love to see the Beatles and Elvis do a (laughs) mixtape. And you know what else besides music? I would love to see the greats of the past when it comes to sports compete, either in modern times or against each other. The 1993 Bulls versus the 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers. Would Babe Ruth or Jackie Robinson be able to hold their own in the majors today? I mean, these are the questions that Sports fans have been asking for a long time. And so can AI analyze the data, copy their style, and replicate their likeness, and then put these teams or these individuals in games in modern times? And it be accurate? (laughs) That would be amazing. Moving to Texas. Texas House of Representatives passed a proof of reserve bill. And this bill would require crypto exchanges to maintain reserves in the amount sufficient to fulfill the obligations to its customers. And according to this bill, digital asset providers that serve more than 500 customers and have at least $10 million of customer funds would be required from commingling customer funds with any type of operational capital and using customer funds for any other transactions besides the original transaction deemed by the customer. And in addition to this, by the 90th day, an exchange will need to file a report about its outstanding liability to customers with the state banking department. And there you have it, you have regulation that is protecting customers and not banning crypto. So did Texas just win this when it comes to protecting customers for exchanges? There has to be some more to it. I know that. But this is what you're supposed to be doing. But good job, Texas, in my opinion. Any questions or comment? leave a comment below or send an email to bookings at Today in Web3. Teller is minting another billion dollars on Ethereum. And according to the Teller CTO, the minting represents an inventory replenish. And it's an authorized but not issued transaction, meaning that this amount will be used as inventory for the next period of issuance requests and chain swaps. So Tether is not only increasing their market share, but also taking away from USDC. Tether does not have total dominance of the stablecoin market. It's sitting at currently 44.45% of the Ethereum stablecoin supply. The next is USDC with around 36.1%. And, well, the second highest is BUSD with 8.1%. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And the time is 9.44 a.m. Eastern, Daily Saving Times. We have Bitcoin sitting at $28,281. It's down 1.8% in 24. The seeds of this market slump were sown last week when the U.S. Federal Reserve hinted at another 25 basis point hike. And with that, there's been a decline in gold and Bitcoin prices. And when that happened, we had liquidations of longs. Over the past 24 hours, over $158 million of derivative contracts were liquidated, and 80% were long. That brings the total liquidations to this week of being around $400 million. Moving on with the prices. Ethereum is at $1,921, down 2.5%, Tether's number 3, Binance is at 328 up 0.7%, and USDC's number 5. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, Doge, Matic, and Solana. The total market cap is at 1.19 trillion of BTC dominance of 45.9 and an F dominance of 19.4. And that was our show today. Tomorrow we'll be back with a great interview about the future of AI. And until tomorrow, happy hodling everyone. Hey everyone, the bull run is coming. It's coming quick. And you need to be up to date on everything that's happening in the Web3 space. So please follow us on Twitter and like, subscribe, share these videos so we can keep you up to date daily on Web3 News.